Do you find yourself with so many different events and feelings for your character that you have too much to put in each chapter? Like, do you maybe have my 10 plot thickening events, you know, those plot points, or if you're using a different system too, and you can't figure out which event goes with which plot point because there are just so many. So you either decide that you have like 37 escalations, or maybe you get accused of your characters waffling back and forth on things, especially on the emotional side, until you're just ready to throw your hands up or tear your hair out because you just can't figure out the storycraft thing. If this is you, don't worry. There's a specific reason behind why you're feeling this way and a specific way to fix it. Stay tuned. Hi there, aspiring fiction author. Welcome to Fiction Author Business School. Do you want to write your stories with ease and confidence? Do you find yourself Googling how to write a fiction book or how to write a character arc? Do you want to create a fiction empire, but you can't even finish the story you're currently working on and you find yourself doubting it will even be good enough? Hi, I'm Liesl. I too have been writing stories since I was just a kid. I wanted to do something about my fiction writing dreams, but got information overload every time I looked for writing help because there's just so much out there on the internet. I wanted confidence that I wouldn't disappoint my readers and a plan to publish regularly. I knew the foundation of any author career, including the marketing aspect, is a stellar and well-written story, but I didn't know how to be sure that my story was solid. I went on a journey to figure out what really makes readers tick and how to incorporate those addictive elements into my story. In this podcast, you'll find specific tactical fiction writing tips, solutions to writing more words more efficiently, and secrets to mastering your author mindset. So put on your fuzzy slippers, grab a notebook and pen and some chocolate, and let's write some fiction. So I've seen this sort of thing a lot lately. Um, where people, they, they're trying new authors to cram too much into a single story arc. Um, now, don't get me wrong, I like to both read and write complicated plots, and I tend to have large ensemble casts of characters in my books. Um, I'm the author who has like six main characters, all of them are POV characters, and all of them have transformations, and I have to figure out each arc independently and then layer them together. (laughs) And that's definitely harder than doing just one. So in my previous episode, I talked about um, things being complicated versus simple and how that's kind of a theme this week for my podcasts. So having more than one POV character definitely is one way to complicate your writing, okay? It's going to be a more complicated story and a more complicated narrative if you're doing more than one POV character. But if you have the inclination to write that way and you have the skill for it, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. (laughs) I'm totally not being objective about that last sentence, but it's it's actually true. Um, But for most of you out there who struggle with what I was just talking about, like too many events for each plot point and having 50 escalations and not being able to nail down your turning point versus your late story escalation versus your climactic moment because there are just so many things. I don't think that you are struggling with the kind of complicated writing that comes from having more than one POV character, okay? There are actually many ways to overcomplicate your writing. What I just talked about is complicating the plot because there are many characters going through many things at the same time in the same world, okay? So it just creates a bigger and more dense and complex plot. Um, But if you keep them all straight and write good arcs for each one, There's nothing wrong with that, as I said, and many stories, especially high fantasy stories, this is what they do. This is pretty much what the whole genre is, okay? What I think the problem is when you have too many complications is that you're overcomplicating a single character arc. 
So I would argue that having multiple POV characters and multiple transformations only works if each of those character arcs remains fairly simple and straightforward on its own, and then you can layer them together. So what you have to understand is that in fiction, you really only want your character dealing with one internal problem at a time. Now, is that true to life? Of course not. (laughs) Human beings are complicated creatures. We do tend to deal with a lot of different things or a lot of different aspects of the same thing all at once, but we're writing fiction and you're going to confuse overwhelm or just plain turn your reader off if you make a single character arc too complicated. So let me give you an example of what this might look like, okay? Um, Some of you may know that I'm a big Walking Dead fan. I call myself a Walking Dead junkie, and I actually do have a a fan blog in which I... um, analyze the symbolism in the show and that sort of thing. And because of that, I get a lot of the news from that fandom. And there was a time a few years ago when one of the actresses, her name is Lauren Cohen, Cohen, um, it was time for her contract to be renegotiated, which is fairly common after seven years. Most Hollywood contracts are only set up for seven years. And if the show runs past that, they have to be renegotiated. And this is a long running show. This, this act, this particular actress has been on it for a long time. So they were renegotiating her contract and they, there started to be news about how it hadn't been settled yet. And so people were worried that she might be leaving the show. And I remember it because it blew up and turned into this whole online political thing where people kept saying that because she's a woman, they wouldn't pay her as much as the male characters on the show. And there was just all this back and forth and people fighting about it online. And it got to be really, really ridiculous. And eventually um, the contract was settled. She did not leave the show and she came out and told everyone that that was not the case. It had nothing to do with what they were or weren't willing to pay her. Really, it was her that was holding things up because she was trying to decide if she wanted to stay on the show or not. There were some other projects that she wanted to work on. And she basically said she was waffling back and forth, deciding whether she wanted to do A or B. And then eventually she got to a point where she realized she could do both. They would be willing to work with her in order to keep her on the show. They would work with her more than they might with someone else um, to let her do other projects as well. And once she realized that, then they nailed everything down and got the contract worked out pretty quickly. So why am I telling you that? Um, If you were writing a story in which something like this happened, it would be a really annoying story, okay? (laughs) If you had this character who couldn't decide what they wanted to do and they went back and forth, do I wanna do this, do I wanna do that? Do I wanna do this, do I wanna do that? And of course you can show a character being indecisive, but usually you get through that indecisiveness pretty quickly, okay? Literally these negotiations for this actress dragged on for months. It was like four or five months before they finally nailed down her contract. And that's why it got to be such a big deal. The longer it went on, the more people made assumptions and blew it up to be something that it wasn't. But if you were writing this and you actually in real time showed the waffling back and forth and back and forth for five months, I mean, your readers are going to want to punch that character in the face. They're going to be like, make a decision already, right? Okay. So I'm just saying this to illustrate that once again, we don't want our fiction to follow real life in this particular way. Okay. You don't want to do this in your writing. It's kind of like what we say about writing dialogue, that you could have realistic dialogue or you could have good dialogue, (laughs) because realistic dialogue goes all over the place. We use terrible grammar. We interrupt each other. We interrupt ourselves. I I interrupt myself all the time. And like in the middle of a thought, I'll start a new thought and go off on a different direction, you know, and that just doesn't make for good dialogue in fiction. Okay, it's the same thing here even though human beings have lots of motivations and lots of pulls on them and their belief system and are constantly dealing with 45 different things, we don't want to do that with our characters, okay? It makes it really, really difficult to write a successful story if we're going to do that. Now, 
I'm absolutely positive that there's probably an example out there of someone who does this and does it well, okay? Who has a single character arc in which the character is dealing with seven things and seven transformations all at once, and it's perfectly lovely, and it's well-written, and it's a popular book, okay? I'm sure you could find that because there's always exceptions. I'm sure it exists. I'm sure it's possible. But if this is your first book, or even if you've only written, you know, if you're still within that first three to five books... I would keep it simple, okay? It's really, really difficult to pull off something that's that complicated in a single character arc. And real talk, guys, you may simply not have the skill level yet to do it. And understand, that's not a bad thing. That's just part of honing your skill as a writer, okay? It's like a child who's trying to figure out algebra when he hasn't mastered the basics of addition and subtraction yet. He's gonna reach a point where he's throwing up his hands and going, why isn't this working for me, right? And if you're doing that with your story and your plot, you really need to consider simplifying it, okay? So I'm sure the next question you're asking is how? How do I simplify it? What do I do? Well, my rule of thumb, my rules of thumb, there's more than one, are as follows. Keep it to only one transformation per character per book, okay? So figure out what the character's transformation is going to be and all the events in that book, every chapter, every scene, Everything that happens needs to lead them toward that one big internal transformation, okay? Don't have them learn six different things and change in seven different ways in one book or one installment of your series. That's why things feel so complicated and why there are so many twists and so many turns and so many escalations that you can't even nail down what the story structure should be, okay? You're just trying to do too much with your character too fast. And I'm going to go ahead and throw in the obligatory Friends reference. You know what happened to the girl who did things too fast, let's see, tried too much too fast, right? She died, Jill, <laughs> okay? <laughs> your character doesn't have to die, but your story could die if you are making it too complicated and you're completely writing yourself out of an efficient and effective story, okay? So don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to your characters. Now, let's say you really do have multiple transformations in mind for this character. That's fine, but there's a reason we write book series, guys. Consider putting them in book two or book three. Consider making the story into a series. And I'm telling you right now, if you have multiple transformations in mind for one character, you absolutely have enough material to expand it into a series. You wouldn't have all those transformations in mind. Those are each a different story that you can tell in different installments, but don't try to crush them all into the same one, okay? It's going to be too hard. It's going to be too cluttered, and you're going to end up losing your reader, okay? If it starts to make the reader feel like they've got whiplash or something, (laughs) and obviously you don't want that, okay? So that's the first rule. One transformation per character per book. My second rule is... Only one thing should change in each chapter. Now, some people, you'll hear them talking about this as, and it can be a chapter or a scene, either way. So maybe I'll say scene because a chapter is just kind of a bigger scene. Um, But they always say that the scene should turn. And what they mean by that is that something needs to change. The character needs to either go through something, uh, learn some new information, something has to happen to them, a big event, which changes things for them, okay? And with each little change in each scene and each chapter, you, you know, take your character a step further toward the climactic outcome, okay? But my point is that you should only have one turning point in each chapter. And the reason that I, I hesitate to say it that way is because one of my 10 plot points is the turning point, And this is related to that turning point, but it's not exactly the same thing. I'm just saying that you should only be having one big event happen in each chapter, not six, okay? One. 
Um, the character either learns one new thing, takes one step toward change in each chapter, okay? And obviously, they can take many steps over the course of the book. You know, you have many chapters, and one thing happening in each chapter will lead to many things happening. But again, you need to give them individual scenes or chapters for that so that you're not doing it all at once, okay? So it shouldn't be like... Frodo fights this guy and feels this way. Oh, oh, but then he goes over here and has a pith- an epiphany about that. So now he feels this way. Oh, and then something tragic happens and he realizes he was wrong all along and he should have felt this way. I mean, I have really seen people try to cram all of that into a single scene. And that's when the reader starts to feel like your character is waffling, that they're all over the place. Um, and you start to give your, your reader whiplash, okay? If you're waffling back and forth and up and down and right and left and zigging and zagging all over the place, it makes it really difficult for the reader to follow the story. It makes it almost impossible for them to empathize with the character. Think about that. One big moment that they can that you can draw out and really emphasize and write well and write the emotions in a big way is so much more effective than trying to get six different transformations or six different emotional changes into a single scene. You're going to lose your reader that way and then your book is going to fail. Okay, don't do that. In any given chapter, one event should lead to one way the character feels, maybe a new way, maybe an old way. And if you if you want the way they feel to change, that's fine. You know, I, I mean, like, if you want them to change several times throughout the story, again, that's fine. But you've got to assign the different changes in the way they feel to different events in the story. And you should probably give each one its own scene or chapter. Okay. So long story short, if you are working through a chapter with, say, my 10 plot points, and you have so many events in that chapter for each plot point, that you can't figure out which one goes where, you probably need to divide what's happening there into several different chapters. You may also want to reevaluate your character transformation and make sure that each of those changes in emotion that you're wanting to put into the story and the plot events are guiding your character toward their ultimate transformation. If they're not, or if they're just extra stops along the way, you should pretty seriously consider cutting them. Okay, keep your character arcs as simple and straightforward as you possibly can. Eventually, you'll get to the point where you can purposely complicate them, but it's like that old saying, you need to understand the rules deeply, inside and out, in order to know how to efficiently break them. And I promise you that even well-seasoned authors who routinely break, you know, the quote-unquote writing rules in their books, they still keep their arcs pretty simple for the most part. It is much... um, better, in my opinion, to complicate a book through multiple character arcs, for different characters, I mean, than to try to crush too much into a single character arc, okay? So let's recap that really fast, Um, what we've talked about, because I've kind of thrown a lot of information at you. Number one, um, it's better to complicate using many characters with multiple character arcs, but only one per character, versus stuffing too many things into one character arc, okay? Number two, keep things as simple as you possibly can. Number three, one transformation per character per book. Number four, scenes should only turn once, meaning one thing happens or one new piece of information that makes the character feel one way. Only one per scene, okay? If you're going to do more, you got to move on to another scene and another event, okay? So... Trying to overcomplicate things in a single character arc is what's killing you when it comes to figuring out your story structure. And of course, a complicated plot is not a bad thing unless you're confusing your reader and, you know, confusing yourself, trying to keep track of it. So I am, I'll be the first to admit that I absolutely preach that internal and external arcs absolutely do need to be entangled, but they really do need to be entangled 
in a relatively simple way, almost a one-to-one sort of way, so that you have one piece of the internal arc corresponding with one piece of the external plot and keep it that way. Keep it as one-to-one as you possibly can. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself crazy trying to keep track of everything. And let's face it, that's no fun. (laughs) It takes the fun right out of the process and we're left with frustration and burnout. And obviously, that's not what we want. We want to have fun writing our stories and we want to write stories, more importantly, that will resonate with our readers. So let me give you a one-line truth that can kind of sum up this entire lecture I've, I've just given you today. It is this. It's tremendously hard to make stories resonate with readers when they're too complicated, okay? And by that, I specifically mean a single character arc, because obviously things like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter that have multiple character arcs because they have multiple characters each going through their own arc, readers absolutely can and fo- can follow and understand many point-of-view characters each having their own arc, as long as each of those arcs stay relatively simple. But they're going to have a really hard time following a single character arc that's super complicated all by itself, jumping back and forth with a million things going on, okay? Just something to think about as you plot and outline your next story, okay? If you're having trouble with your story structure, try simplifying it. Try taking some things out and pushing them to another installment of your series. Um... It's, you can always complicate an arc, but once it's complicated, it's actually a lot harder to simplify it again. So start simple, and then you can make it more complicated as you go, okay? So I hope that is helpful to those who are struggling with this particular um, issue. You know who you are. And I think that if you just kind of take a step back and get down to the nuts and bolts. Get, you know, if you ever get really, really confused on any aspect of your story, strip it down to the simplest thing. Like I talked about too, on, you know, about motivations on Tuesday, right? If you can make it, if you can get it down to the simplest component and then work your way back up, it really helps you to find your way on the roadmap of your story. Okay. So I hope that helps. <laughs> Everyone have a wonderful week of plotting and outlining and, of course, of writing. And I will be back next week, same time, same place. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening today. Before you go, would you be willing to do me a solid? If you found any value at all in this episode today, would you be willing to share it with other authors just like you in the hopes that they might find some value in it as well? Happy story crafting this week. Remember... Only you can bring the world the unique story that you are trying to tell. Only you can succeed in your own unique way in getting it out of your mind and your heart and into a medium where it can reach thousands if not millions of salivating readers. You don't have to worry about failure because there is always a market for awesome.